Because black lives matter. Black lives do matter, but not because they're black, which as progressives continually tell us is just a social construct. Black lives matter not because of the color of their skin, but because they are human lives created in the image and likeness of God and endowed by God with unalienable intrinsic rights. Since society is composed of fallen humans with desperately wicked hearts, many forces conspire against blacks, including some toxic systemic forces that demand solutions. Few, if any of these solutions, are proposed by Black Lives Matter, Antifa, or the Democratic Party. In fact, in the grimy, grasping quest for power of Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and progressives, they double down on the policies and cancerous ideologies that undergird those policies, thereby increasing their own political power and the suffering of those whose votes they covet. Because Black Lives Matter, here are some ideas for uprooting or transforming malignant systemic dysfunction that harms black and red, yellow, brown, and white lives. Because black babies matter, we should end the barbaric practice of feticide that results in a disproportionate number of black babies being slaughtered every year. Because black women matter, we should create a public service campaign like no other, one that encourages men to marry women before having sex with them or to marry women they impregnate. Because black children matter, this public service campaign should urge mothers and fathers to stay together. There is no greater protection against poverty and criminality than being raised by intact families with both a mother and father. Fatherless homes reliably produce boys vulnerable to gangs who are tutored in the ways of criminality and then grow up to commit violent crimes against their own communities, thereby demonstrating that black lives don't matter to them. Because black families matter, tax policy and public aid should incentivize marriage and employment. Because black families matter, they have a right to safe schools and to school choice. Black families living in deteriorating and dangerous urban communities, most of which have long been run by Democrats, should have choices regarding where their children are educated. Because black children matter, teachers' unions must be eradicated. Teachers' unions protect the jobs of terrible teachers and through excessive pensions are impoverishing already cash-strapped states. Because black children matter, Government schools should not be propagating as truth ideologically biased ideas like those found in the 1619 Project or Howard Zinn's People's History of the United States. Teaching erroneous history and or teaching that America is a country of unparalleled oppression and racial bigotry in which blacks cannot positively affect their own futures does a grave disservice to blacks and truth. Such inaccurate resources foster divisiveness rather than unity and love of the principles on which this country was founded. Untruthful depictions of America's history in either direction, intensification or minimization of failures, are wrong. It is leftist ideas embedded in teaching for social justice that foster hatred of America and racial division. These ideas cultivate feelings of bitterness, resentment, and envy on the parts of people of color toward even colorless people who have never harmed them. 
And these ideas cultivate the false belief in communities of color that improving their lots in life is impossible unless colorless people who have committed no sin of racial oppression take the knee. Because black lives matter, police unions that protect brutal police officers must be reformed. In a recent National Review article titled, It's Past Time to Examine How Police Unions Protect Bad Cops, John Fund draws attention to an article in the Stanford Law Review in which Catherine Byes writes, and I quote her, During the rise of police unions to political power in the 1970s, police unions lobbied for legislation that shrouded personnel files in secrecy and blocked public access to employee records of excessive force or other officer misconduct. Today, these officer misconduct confidentiality statutes continue to prohibit public disclosure of disciplinary records related to police shootings and other instances of excessive force. Police unions often strategically frame any opposition to their agenda of secrecy as endangering public safety and harming the public interest. However, police unions often conflate the public interest with the private interests of police officers. Additionally, police unions have established highly developed political machinery that exerts significant political and financial pressure on all three branches of government, end quote. Because black women, men, and children matter, we should address the existence and easy accessibility of pornography that is destroying families. Because black families matter, we should rethink legalized gambling and recreational marijuana that are hurting families economically and spiritually. Because black lives matter, celebrities should throw their hefty influence behind such life-affirming proposals through their music, films, streaming programs, and tweets. Because black lives matter, theologically orthodox Christians must get more creative and tenacious about how to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Because black lives and reconciliation matter, they must hear that in Christ there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Pastor Doug Wilson exposes the worldly rival reconciliation project that exacerbates division and arouses hatred. And I quote him, Because secular man has rejected the one in whom we all live and move and have our being, all his attempts are of necessity a downward integration into the void. Their proud project of universal toleration consistently spirals downward into the acids of hatred and violence. In America, because of our Christian heritage, this project is an attempt to reconcile the trappings of traditional Christianity with the central dogmas of cultural Marxism, and it represents the high-water mark of duncical folly. It is an attempt to reconcile squares and circles, good and evil, light and darkness, folly and wisdom, God and the devil. This cosmic reconciliation purchased by Christ has nothing whatever to do with this sort of monstrosity. The reason the streets of Minneapolis are on fire is because secular man, in his pretended wisdom, has been trying to reconcile two completely different methods of reconciliation, the way of atonement through the blood of Christ, together 
with the secular man's way of accusation, recrimination, reparations, and retribution. But there can be no peace between the God of forgiveness and the God of recrimination, the God of no condemnation, and the God of all condemnation. Should we reconcile blacks and whites who are caught up in bitter enmity with each other? Of course, that is what the gospel does. Should we try to reconcile the world's way of reconciling with God's way of reconciling? Of course not. The world's way only foments more and more bitterness, while God's way breaks down the middle wall of partition. The world's way is impotent, and God's way saves to the uttermost. There are many Christians who do not see what is happening and who do not understand a blessed thing about it, but who are trying to help out with this monstrosity by decking out the secularist approach to reconciliation in the language of Christian reconciliation. They point out that ethnic reconciliation is a good thing in Scripture, which is true enough. But then they want to drape the Christian language of reconciliation over the secular way of doing it, which contains no authority, no sap, no salt, and no blood. The short form of this atrocious compromise is this. Because the blood of Christ puts all ethnic enmities to death, we think we can go straight to the group hug, declare all ethnic enmities a form of bigotry and a violation of America's core values, and dispense with the blood of Christ. And then we wonder where all this hatred is coming from. End quote.